0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Water worries, our water supply, and some of the dangers it faces. That's the subject that was explored on the super awesome Science Show podcast, which is the, uh, the purview of my good friend Jason Tetro. He's the host of the Super Awesome Science Show, the winner of the Canadian Podcast Award for Outstanding Science and Medicine series. He's also the author of The Germ Guy and The Germ Code, and we've been talking to Jason for many years. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Great. Thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, it's a pleasure.
0: So most of us in Canada with regular exception of First Nations communities. Take clean, safe water for granted. Return on the tap. The water pours directly into the container from which we drink, without hesitation. On a global scale, has that, first of all, been the exception rather than the rule, Jason? And after hearing your Super Awesome Science Show podcast, I'm assuming, and I understand, we cannot even in major urban centers in Canada just assume that our water will always be in perfect shape. Yeah, it's absolutely true.
1: Uh, You know, we we, we all hear about the 2.1 billion people that don't have access to safe water. And we always hear about, you know, if you're traveling down to certain countries, don't drink the water. And, yeah, that's fine. We know that exists. What about here at home? And when we were putting the show together, to be honest, I was going to do a vacation episode where we were talking about, you know, travel places where you can't drink the water. But then I realized there was a story that came out that there was a hospital in British Columbia where they were relying on bottled water because they couldn't use the water coming out of the tabs. It's a hospital. And so I did a little bit more research in that. And I realized that at any given time here in Canada, we have... Hundreds of different types of water advisories, whether it be boil water advisories or don't use them. And you might think that those are only First Nations reserves and that. It's not. It's actually in our hometowns. It's, it's in the urban environments. And when you hear about that, you start thinking, well, our water is safe. How come that is? And mm-hmm. so what we do is we get into some of the reasons as to why we have such trouble now maintaining our own water supply.
0: So what are some of the reasons?
1: Well, the first one is the aging infrastructure. We like to call it urban decay. I mean if you think about it, the way that our water treatment is done and and, and how it's cycled hasn't really changed in over a hundred years. And we talked to someone who's an expert on that and what she does is she essentially explains to us that in as much as we have this filtration and then we have the disinfection, At the end of the day, that's only really good at the plant itself. But what happens when the water starts going through the pipes and it's coming out towards you? There are also these things called biofilms. There are microbes that can survive in the water pipes. So all of these things are contributing. And then you hear about something like a Flint, Michigan, where all they did was they changed the water supply, and boom, their entire system went down, and they still haven't had clean water for years. So these are the types of things that we've been looking at And then on top of that, how many times has it rained there? How many times has it rained so hard that there's been flooding issues? Mm -hmm. I mean, we have water issues that are coming from the climate. There are water issues that are coming from urban infrastructure. And there are water issues that are coming from the bugs themselves. And that's going to be putting all of our water supply at risk.
0: So what do we do? Is there something we, we should be doing to protect ourselves at this point, like bottled water or using commercially available water filter systems?
1: Well, there are a couple things that we can do. The first one is at the home. So you can get yourself some filtration devices that are gonna, that's going to work. Don't use like the ones like the, 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 the carbon filters that you have where you pour in and then you let it drip. That's only good for a couple of weeks, and then the bugs can probably grow in that again. You're going to want to have something that's at the tap, or you're going to have to use some kind of light, ultraviolet light. Now, we all hear about ultraviolet light from the sun causes cancer and all these things. Well, the reason it does that is it changes our DNA. Well, you do that to bacteria, they die. So another thing that you can do is you can start installing these little LED lights that uh, emit ultraviolet light. And our guest actually talks about how we can put that through the entire water supply system in a cost-effective manner so we don't have to completely redo all of our piping systems. That, that's one thing. And the other thing really is just to be a little bit more aware of what's happening to the water around you. I mean, look at Lake Ontario. Look how how flooded that has become over the last number of years. When we start to see that type of thing happening, we know that there's going to be a risk. So just be aware of what's happening around you as well.
0: Okay. Jason Tetro, super awesome science show. Now, you can't go away until you talk to us about Hotel horrors.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: cause I, I'm going to be traveling in a in a in a couple of weeks, and and, and you know I've already told you this in the past, and it reminded me that I'd already told you. When I stay at a hotel now, I put my bags and my clothing. I put them in the in the in the shower. I hang them up in the shower and close those glass doors because that's probably the last place the bed bugs are going to go.
1: I know, and it's so true because the bed bugs like to go where it's nice and warm and moist and, well. Comfy, like beds, yeah, so like what, what, couches, like those types of things. So if you're going to be, you know, going into a hotel room, you're going to want to find something that is white that you can see. So there's contrast. You're going to want something that has uh, a very flat, uh, hard surface, much like the shower stall, and that's where you're going to want to be keeping all of your things. Because if there is any kind of sign of bed bugs, then you're going to have that concern no matter where you are. If there's sort of a fabric there we also get into the idea of how clean a hotel room happens to be and there's some really interesting work that's being done where we're seeing that hotel rooms while they do get cleaned don't get cleaned very well and so <laughs> you're always putting yourself at risk in in terms of who might have been there before and there was this interesting study a couple of years ago where they were actually finding antibiotic resistant bacteria like in the sheets and all these types of things. Okay. So, The reality is, and this is why we did an entire show on it, you have to be very careful about where you're going and how you're going to be um, essentially taking care of yourself in the hotel room. And also, you can't always trust those reviews. I'm not going to give anything away, but let's just say one thing. If you think fake news exists on the Internet, yeah, (laughs) fake reviews, they exist too.
0: Well, I'm going to be sleeping in my car. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Jason. might actually be a safer place, and
1: it's going to save you some
0: money. Great talking to you, as always. Super awesome science show with Jason Tetra. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.